Greeting, Internet friends. Welcome to episode four of the Colloquial Koi podcast. Today is December 12, 2019. First off, I'm testing a new microphone. Hopefully it sounds better on your end. And the first thought that I had for the day is what a great day to be alive. What a beautiful day, even though it's cold and chilly. Um, glad to have the air in my lungs today. Hope your day is great. We are in the midst of this brilliant, beautiful shopping season. And the folks at my home, we are doing a great deal of internet shopping. Got an email from Amazon today, or yesterday, and I quote, This is the title. Nathan, did Fedacroy woman's winter slouchy beanie hat knitted warm fleece line thick thermal chunky baggy soft ski cap for cold weather with faux fur pom-pom oatmeal meet your expectations henceforth any email subjects lines without this type of detail will be deleted thank you amazon and thank you for the chuckle again woman's winter Slouchy, beanie hat, knitted, warm fleece, lined thick, thermal, chunky, baggy, soft, ski cap for cold weather with faux fur, pom-pom, oatmeal. <laughs> Brilliant. So, right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, that's a phrase I like to use from time to time. Um, headlines come across my face, whether television, internet, phone, Twitter... Most of the times I feel it's unworthy of a response because whether we want to admit it or not, uh, any media forms have some type of lean or bent. There's very few out there that just report the information and let you digest and swallow uh, with your worldview in mind. So, But one of the things that came across the wire recently is picture of President Trump with a room full of worship leaders surrounding him. Um, Seems to be a very full room. And there was a hashtag or a phrase under it, something along the line like prayers for the president. President, worship team prays for Trump. Which is all fine and dandy. That's fine. Um, but I guess it felt a little disingenuous to me, like the concept of prayer and humility and prayer doesn't always come with a picture or a tagline. Uh, I guess it felt like a cheesy photo op, I guess. And so, uh, I believe it's in Timothy the first book of Timothy where um, the writer encouraged us that we pray for all people uh, but we also pray for kings and those in authority so that is a I believe a duty of 
any sovereign citizen of this kingdom of God's kingdom that we are to pray for people we are to lift others up and um, good and bad we're supposed to do those types of things but we can do it without making a scene so my first glance at this um, it comes across as an evangelical Christianity love affair with Trump while it could be noble it just feels out of place it doesn't feel like it's done in humility that's just my opinion my first glance and what it leads me to and so I feel like in situations like that my first mind uh, my first thought was I guess I didn't remember seeing a group of worship leaders praying for President Obama I could be wrong but I guess maybe it didn't strike a chord with me um, it could have happened but at least it comes across it just feels like when things like this happens there's already a divide between the left and right red and blue Democrats Republicans and it feels like things like this just do more damage than help on the surface I think is what I'm saying it feels like it's things like this that makes that divide uh, creates a greater distance in that divide between people um, and, and things like that efforts of humility um, at times will repel people but it almost feels like this is an act to intentionally repulse people and maybe that's not the case maybe that's just me uh, but again, I think there could be some in everything there can be a good and maybe there is some good in this but at first pose for me the it, it didn't do it for me um, it feels off it feels like it's very much some of that lukewarm garbage that is supposed to be spit out it just feels ugh. Um, while there are humble and sincere worship leaders um, that just have nothing but good intent, um, I also can't help but to think in this moment if it's a platform being used for something else. Um, there are folks like me that were egotistical performers, and when the lights were on, we would perform and do whatever that fueled our ego and I'm not saying that's the case and maybe that's why this resonates with me because it hits a nerve um, that maybe in the past this would have been something that I would have participated in but right now if I was in a role I don't know that I would be able to what I perceive is openly kiss the hand of the Emperor that's what it feels like it just I don't know but that's what's great about this country and nation and you can have your opinion you could test it out um, see if these things are true see if it holds up in situations like this I tend to hang uh, onto words that I've heard in the past or maybe thoughts that resonate with me and I, I, there was a book that came out I think towards the end of the the most recent Bush presidency I don't think this book was out before Obama was in office but maybe um, 
Shane Claiborne has a book called Jesus for President, and one of the quotes that I've kept from that and came into my mind today with this was, he has a quote, Christianity is at its best when it is peculiar, marginalized, suffering, and it's at its worst when it is popular, credible, triumphal, and powerful. Again, Christianity is at its best when it is peculiar, marginalized, suffering, and at its worst when it is popular, credible, triumphal, and powerful. That was again Shane Claiborne, Jesus for President, Politics for Ordinary Radicals. So Jesus himself was in direct conflict with the political and religious leaders of the day. Um, he challenged them. Not only did he challenge the people around him, the people that would come to see him or listen to him speak or see his miracles, he would challenge people. And the social, religious, political leaders of the day, he would challenge them. And a group of people, just one of the things that I think politics does and religion at its core is to try and make a list of do's and don'ts so we can somehow live and navigate in a way that establishes self-righteousness. That's what it is. We, we could establish lists, and lists of do's and don'ts for ourselves that set us apart and say that we are righteous by our own accord. And then we'll use the very same lists and do's, of do's and don'ts to accuse and criticize people that are around us. And in one example those leaders you know kind of cornered Jesus uh, I can't remember if he was doing something on the Sabbath that they caught wind of or maybe I'm mixing two different stories but they knew the scriptures uh, they knew the the what we know as the Old Testament today just like any um, Jewish believer of the day would and spent time memorizing the scriptures and Jesus knew the scriptures too and they they tried to catch him they tried to catch him in his own words and they they called out to him said rabbi teacher uh you know trying to you know that false humility to him you know tell us what is the greatest scriptures what is the greatest commandment of all and he flipped the narrative on him he didn't cite anything directly he didn't cite any covenant other than part of this new one that he came to help establish was one love your lord your god with all your heart mind soul and strength and all your being love god serve him worship him and two love your neighbor as yourself self before others sacrifice and he said that everything in the scriptures hinges on these two things so he was speaking in parable he was speaking in common day words but he was also challenging the authority in a way that made it uncomfortable for them they you know the rest of the story but i just i i, I guess that message that has permeated from the scriptures for over 2000 years I guess for me doesn't seem to be the message that was portrayed in that image that I was running through my head that I don't know that's just me 
Um, while we are not currently subjected to sufferings that other may see around the globe, the people in Hong Kong, China, the Middle East, we don't see that. We're not affected by that. Um, not to say that we aren't in some degree or that some people are, but we're not seeing it. We're living in a time and space where people in certain belief circles can go to our nation's capital and pray for a president and have a little worship session there. That doesn't happen everywhere. But there's plenty of people around the world subjected to what I will say abuse, torture. Um, what's, what's the word we tend to use? Persecution. So for me, as I watch that and see this, it just feels like it's a conflict of the true message that Jesus shared. Well, there is power in prayer, and it can be done any place and any time with that power and authority that is vested in us through the gift of the Holy Spirit. We're praying to Jesus. He's at the right hand of God. That, that kingdom is, is pushed through this humble agenda, this humble approach. But the photo, it just feels false to me. And Jesus in, um, I can't, I can't remember the scripture. So you'll have to test me on it and find it. But I can't remember. It's in one of the gospels. <laughs> uh, but he was telling the disciples, if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own, but you do not belong to the world. But I have chosen you out of the world, and this is why the world hates you. So, if the most holy man on the face of the earth was in conflict with the empire, and the most holy man that ever walked the earth did not commit any sin, but paid the cost that a treasonous person would how is it that the world can get along with us and couldn't get along with the son of God himself are we compromised I've heard somebody say that Ravenclaw said that at one point are we compromised that they can get along with us but couldn't get along with him and even shouldn't we be repulsed at the idea that there's some type of political agenda through this faith. That's not what it's about. It's not a system. It's not a list. It's this grace thing. It can't be forced. It can't be bought and sold. Uh, it can't be transferred. It's individual freedom to pursue this. So to embrace this and celebrate it to me feels like a conflict of the real humble message of Jesus. But, again, think for it yourself. Think about it yourself. Decide how you feel about it. Test these things. Talk about it. And my lingering thought that I wrote down, consumerism and patriotism are not the fruits of the kingdom of God. Whatever that means, that's just what popped in my head. Friends, I thank you. That is a, enough of my words for today. I'm trying to be a little more intentional on a focused thought process instead of just rambling. I guess if you like the rambling, uh, please let me know. Comments. I think there's a way you can leave a message. 
through this platform. Uh, but I would like to hear from you if you have some thoughts, comments, or concerns. Uh, reality is probably nobody's going to listen to this but my family, but part of it is I'm just trying to, I, I feel motivated to do this for whatever reason. I'm here in this time and space doing this with very few pieces of equipment to pull it off on the cheap too. Um, but yes, if you have something, I, I, again, I'm going into this with whatever is put into my thought train, my process, that's what I'm going to share. Um, I don't want to focus on politics. I don't want to focus on the economy. I don't want to focus on jobs. I just want to focus on being human. we're all in that sphere we're all floating in this 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 globe this earth at the same time processing everything together there's so much change that has happened in the past five years ten years and i also believe exponentially exponential increase of change is happening every day something is coming harder and faster and you know in the midst of this beautiful holiday season we've got christmas time with family new year and you know there's talks of impeachment there's talks of people losing jobs there's talks of people struggling with uh, doubt and uh, people being alone and i guess that's my encouragement that we are here for a reason that is no accident that we are here so even in the smallest way you know how show love and grace to the people around you it could be people at work people in your family and and have people close to you that you can talk about some of these things that maybe are hanging in your heart and mind and if if you're willing there will be a way so I guess that's my encouragement for today. So make it count. Have a great one. Thank you for listening in. And I always try, I, I always think of pictures or something art-related, but there's a song by a band called Staves Acre. Uh, I believe the song is called On Being Human. Uh, if you're interested, listen to that song. There are some lyrics in that that, resonate with me and resonate with all of us and it has a a tone to it that i think speaks to the very nature of this human existence so be encouraged show love to others have a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow bye Tranquility Base here, the Eagle has landed. Tranquility Base here, the Eagle has landed. Tranquility Base here.